We're watching films on the toilet Cause that's what dads have to do When the movie's unsuitable for your kids Then pretend you need a number two If you need a break from your family or spouse There's a lavatorial picture house Watch Terminator 2 while you're sitting on the loo Enjoy the whole of Rambo 4 with your trousers on the floor We're watching films on the toilet How about you? Everybody. Oh, slightly new voice there. Hmm, just playing with it. It's a little Kermit. I, I'm halfway there to Kermit voice without even trying. Yeah, you're... No, uh, a little bit of a, yeah, like a bubble yeah, a little, in my throat. A little bit back there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought I said exactly like that. Yeah, you hmm. do. Hey, Ben, I, I hate women. <laughs> oh, hey, amen. Amen, don't say that. <laughs> I tell you what, I was... About half an hour ago, I would not have been up for this at What's all. That? I was cross. I was tired. I was not happy with the dinner I'd eaten. And then I took my son to Kung Fu. I lost my wallet. I got home and my wallet was not yeah. there. So I drove back and thankfully it was on the road. Wow. So I was cross. Then I went upstairs and my wife was watching a David Attenborough. And I saw an eagle pick up a deer. Wow. And then drop it to kill it. And I thought, my life is meaningless. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it does. Carries it off a cliff and drops it, and then it's... <laughs> it was mud. But pack me up. Good. So anyway, welcome to uh, watching films on the toilet. Perhaps you might detect a little bit of friction between us because we've we've watched a film which was about a, a couple of good friends having a fallout. You talk about art reflecting life. And that film is called you're you're the irish one i mean you say it i, I got it wrong last it's time the, yeah it's the banshees of inner sheeran yeah banshees of ed sheeran ben wanted to say that joke that's why he made me say it set you up and it worked uh martin mcdonough a very good director mm. he done made a new film what what we saw at the cinema we did indeed and we we will discuss that later yeah. on but first of mm. all we have some correspondence so you got a little email from an old friend an old friend of the pod uh-huh Okay, here we go. Hello, toilet boys. Hello, toilet friends. Oh. It Joe Rogel here. <laughs> oh. Rogel done a bad again, and now the bad newspapers call Rogel the bad man just because he said the lies about the cat boys. You know, the cat boys. The little ones what go to school. They has the cat toilet there made of the gravel. And Rogel told everyone on his red hoz poz cos... I think he means Red Hot Podcast. I think he does, yeah. They has the cat's toilet there made of the gravel. Only they don't. The cat men do their dirt in the people toilets after all. And Rogel looks mean. Can you help toilet boys? What about the red wave? I done a sneeze and a bit of meat came out. The doctors say I get 20% of brain now. What does that mean? It bigger? Please help toilets. For real. That's, that's oh. the end. Oh, for real. For real. Oh, for real. <laughs> oh, Joe Rogel. Joe Rogel. He had to refer oh. himself as Rogel there for some reason. He's got himself in a, in a bit of a scrape a again. There. Yeah, um, I know fake news is bad. But every so often, a little bit of it is so creative. I kind of have to grudgingly tip my hat, which is which yeah. is that uh, furries, which is people who like dressing up in sort of cartoonish yeah. animal costumes, uh, so yeah. prevalent now in schools that they have litter trays for them <laughs> instead of toilets. 
and like he, I mean, there's some toilet news right I mean, there. It's perfect. And he, it is and perfect. He went. He was like, he went all in on that. Didn't bother fact checking it. Was just like, this is a huge story. It's identity politics gone yeah. mad. So he's got himself in a little little bit of trouble with that. Have you had any uh, correspondence, Ben? Yeah, I did. Did have a letter. Okay. Um, dear watching films on the toilet. On your last episode, you questioned the convictions of a group of protesters who glued themselves to the floor of a car factory and complained when they were provided with inadequate toilet facilities. As an ex-protester myself, you might expect me to disagree with you, but I think you're right. They're weak. Your idea to form a human centipede daisy chain was exactly the kind of thing I might have suggested in one of our Just Stop Oil roundtable sessions before I was asked to leave permanently do they really expect to get anywhere by throwing paint on art or lying in roads my ideas were way better for example instead of lying down why not cover yourselves in oil stand on each other's shoulders and give a megaphone to the guy at the top who can shout i'm an oily man before collapsing onto an mp okay too dangerous apparently Last summer, I suggested three of us fly a plane over Hyde Park during Elton John's sold-out concert, dressed in Big Bird costumes. We'd then cover ourselves in oil and jump from the plane without parachutes at the start of I'm Still Standing, only to crash down onto the stage, one after the other, during the yeah, yeah, yeah bit. That would have made an impact. And of course, they hated the idea of pouring petrol over dangerous dogs and letting them run wild in Bradford on a Saturday afternoon. In the end, I gave up on protesting and became a crypto trader instead. And now I'm rich as f***. You're sincerely Don Lemon. Oh, good name. Good name. Don Lemon. Mm. So Don had some pretty wild ideas. um, And turns out he was... We were on his wavelength. Mm, it's slightly yeah. concerning. Yeah, I know. They'd, like He just wanted to cover everything in oil. That was basically his whole vibe. It was oily based, wasn't it? Very, just cover everything in oil. It's interesting. Like This has not really affected me at all because I, I walk to work. But I know it's been a quite a big deal. I don't like disagree with... And basically what I'm saying is this doesn't affect me, so I don't care. I mean, do what they want. Do what they want. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, yeah, I, I wondered, I felt like that was going to be some real talk there, um, no. but instead it's just it's just you not caring. Yeah. Indifferent. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they, I, they just need to go a bit harder, is all I'm saying. Are they blockading the M25? Yeah, they do that quite a lot, but that road's rubbish. Do it on it? a road that's like really good. Yeah. You know, a road you don't expect to have to be jammed on for six Yeah, hours. like the, uh, when you turn off the M5 onto the A38. All the way down to oh. uh, Devon. Always a delight, that stretch. Yeah, yeah, that's normally all right. That Great. is actually... What I love about driving, what stretch. I love about driving in the southwest is everyone mm. drives fast. Yeah, yeah. They Sometimes do. when you think like, yeah. Ooh, maybe I'm pushing it a little bit, yeah. a fraction of a second later, some, someone will bomb past in like a, a Ford Sierra. It's because everyone knows that they are disposable um, and they just have no regard for themselves or anybody else. It's quite nihilistic. Well, it's true, isn't it? Yeah. Good. Right. Okay. Um, <laughs> any toilet news? <laughs> God, yeah. Right, there's only one toilet story that everyone is talking about this week, Ben. Honestly, I've never I've never seen such uniform coverage of one toilet story. Okay. Okay. And it's 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 got it all. <laughs> okay, okay, here we go. Is this the most disgusting habit ever? 
Mother is blasted as utterly rank after revealing she cleans her toilet brush by putting it in the dishwasher. Oh. Oh, no. So, a woman Mm. has been fiercely criticised after revealing she washes her toilet brush in the dishwasher. The anonymous woman, who is thought to be UK-based, made the admission in a post... I'm glad she's from the UK. Post on Parenting Forum Mumsnet. In it, she said the unusual habit was rumbled after a friend came to her house and saw the unsavoury implement in the dishwasher. I put the brush brush and holder in on their own on a hot wash and they came out like new. A friend popped by this morning for coffee and I opened the dishwasher to get out a couple of mugs, forgetting I'd put the toilet items in last night. She Mm. totally freaked out, saying saying this is totally disgusting and rewashed the mugs I'd taken out from the cupboard and poured boiling water on them before she would allow me to make her coffee. That is fair. Yeah. But hang on, hang Mm. on. She did say that she... She washed the brush and the holder separately, didn't she? She did. Like, if she'd been washing it with... All her other dishes, mm. like yeah, that that is horrific. That that all that's that's going to be swilling around in toilet water for a, an hour or so. Mm-hmm. But on its own, I'm not saying I would wash the toilet brush in the dishwasher, even on its own. But it kind of sounds like you you are endorsing it, though. Uh, am you I? are, yeah, you are definitely yeah, are. I don't know. I think this is well. The, I mean, you say that people are in uproar. Mm. But maybe they didn't read the whole article. And they I imagine that most people didn't. They saw the headline. Oh, you, you can't you can't do that. You can't do that with your dishwasher and your dishes. Is that what they type? Pretty much. I can read you some of the comments actually. Yeah, yeah, go on. This is absolutely disgusting. And then four of the uh, sick looking uh, emojis. And someone mm. else says utterly rank. Gross. Nasty. Yeah. <laughs> someone. I don't know why. So many A's. That person had, uh, let's say, um, how can I say this without getting in trouble? Um, stroke. They had a stroke. <laughs> they could have had a stroke, or they yeah. were maybe token some reefer. Yes, all right. Is oh, what okay. I was thinking. Nasty. Yeah. Well, here you go. There are some <laughs> other people. Someone else says it's fine. My ex-partner used to do the same. We're both still alive and still friends. <laughs> And still friends. Mm. I like that. That's good. I'm actually a little disappointed in you, Ben. I'm not going to lie. I'm sorry. Yeah, I thought we'd have lots of uh, (laughs) other disgusting things you can put in there. Instead, you went, I think that's fine. (laughs) It's really annoying. I like to keep you on your toes. Well, you have. Don't you find, though, you you know, I spend many hours thinking about how conversations are going to play out with people in my head. They never, never turn out how they expect them to. No, especially when it comes to like telling someone off. In your mm, in your oh. imagined tellings off, they stand there patiently yeah. whilst you lay into them, sort of nodding mm. con- contritely. <laughs> Whereas what actually happens is they should start shouting back. Who 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 are you telling off out of, out of interest? Everyone. Everyone. <laughs> yeah. Then the only thing in recent memory I can remember is when some absolute idiot jammed up a, a road that was already lots of traffic going each way. It's kind of a bottleneck and he did something really stupid. I talked about this before. You did. We pulled out. And, yeah. um, and I said this before. I told him not to shoot his mouth off. And then he just kept on saying yeah. that over and over again. Like, like he's a, a f***ing idiot. Like he couldn't think for himself. Most people, I, I certainly don't do well in times of conflict. Mm. Like you, you get so much adrenaline yeah. and heart rate so fast. You can't think that quickly to come back with a good retort. What I, I did say to him is, why do you keep on saying the thing that I said to you? Why can't <laughs> you think of your own thing? And what I hope yeah. is, is that... 
He didn't say anything at the time, but I hope he kept on thinking about that later on. Oh, just yeah. like, oh you know oh, he did. Shit. I you didn't. Did. I really didn't say my own things. I, I said that thing that he said. So all sorts of names he could have yeah. called you. Like that guy looks like a poor man's Ronan Keating. That's, yeah, you know? yeah, that's a great one. He could have said that, but he didn't say that, did he? Yeah. Richard Branson's let himself go. That kind yeah, of thing. Or uh, I didn't think I'd see Mick Norcroft from TOWIE in this <laughs> exactly. part of the world. But yeah, anyway, the imaginary mm. tellings off, they never work. It's just... Turns into two people yeah. shouting at each other. So my advice is uh, bide your time and uh, yeah. try and get them sneakily. Another point. Yeah, to get get them from behind. Yeah. Just punch them right in the like the base of the skull. Then you've said everything you need to say. Or maybe like a, a little little shiv. Is that acceptable? Oh, <laughs> yeah. One, yeah, just a couple. Just a couple. <laughs> when was it? What was the first? Do you remember the first film you saw a shiving or the first TV show you saw that in? Because I'm not sure if I do, but I remember being very shocked the first time I saw like a, like multiple. I'd say it's probably something like Oz. I was going to say the same thing. I reckon it might have been Oz. I I felt like, Oz felt like one of those programs. I remember we used to to talk about it, but like... I, I, I'm almost positive no one in my family has, uh, else has ever seen it. And it used to be on at like midnight yeah. on Channel 4. Oz definitely felt like something I shouldn't have been watching. It was really, like, really full on. <laughs> so dark. Really dark. So dark. Yeah. <laughs> Is that... Um, God, what's J.K. It J. 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 Simmons was in it. J.K. Simmons. They played a yeah, neo-Nazi in, in it, wasn't he? Yeah. I'll, I might rewatch Oz. I'd be interested to see if it's dated or not. Be uplifting. Oh my it? god, it's so depressing. Pick you up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is the television equivalent of an eagle dropping a deer. <laughs> okay, cool. Right. The movie, Let's do right? The movie. Oh, oh, so Banshees of Innis Sheeran. How did you see this, Eamon? And I know how you saw it, and I want you to tell the story. Wow. <laughs> uh, I went to see quite a late showing, right? Mm. And obviously, it's not like a, a blockbuster, so it was quite a small cinema. Actually, one of the, the yeah. slightly, it wasn't like the smallest room, say maybe a couple of hundred seats or something like that. I'd pre booked on the day, so I selected my seat nicely in the middle, but not too close to anyone. Oh, lovely. When I arrived to go and sit in my seat, some idiot was sat in a seat right next to mine. Like they booked Mate. the seat next to mine. That's weird. What kind of maniac does that? I've got the text from you. Yeah, it's okay. Cinema is practically empty. Some old guy booked his seat right next to mine. What a complete <laughs> C word. <laughs> well, My wife liked that one. It was one of those one of those situations where like it could very easily have ruined my night <laughs> because I was so yes, so cross could. about it, but I I did decide to let it go. I could imagine you stewing there just like gonna say it. Sorry, why did you why do you have to sit why do you have to sit? That is it's like a, I'm like sure that? something like that must have been done in curb. It's that exact that yeah, kind oh, of yeah. thing. It's like why yeah. It's ridiculous. Why would you do that? I went to see it in the movie the movie house yeah. as well. What did you drink for me, Eamon? I drank a, a load of blooming Guinness, like the the half yeah. Irishman I am. Ah, you drank, drank a load of point of Guinness and that. It's like, throw it back and that. That's right. Right, you threw it back in your mouth. I had uh, a bit of Wogan. I had this. <laughs> it was a bit of Wogan there. There's a, there's a friend of mine who's uh, similar kind of background. I think both his parents are Irish, but he, he was brought up in, in England. Yeah. So, um, as, as you do, like we would start drinking and then just start talking about how brilliant Ireland is and how rubbish England yeah. is, right? <laughs> and then uh, 
because it's cool. I, being Irish is cool. Being English isn't cool. Yeah, it's not cool. It's not cool. And then, like, I never drink. I never drink uh, Guinness. But because obviously I've been talking about Ireland for so long, I was just like, yeah, I think I think actually I will. Yeah, I'll have a I'll have a pint as well. Actually, yeah, I do. <laughs> I just remembered. I really like it. Oh, I do actually like. <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, it was that kind of thing. Yeah. You like you started, started picking up That's the accent. Right. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I like yeah. I like this as it goes. Um, <laughs> but anyway, we uh, we drank loads and then. We, I did this thing where when I was at university I worked in an Irish bar and all the locals mm. used to get uh, Guinness and then put a shot of tea and Maria in it oh, to yeah. kind of mellow yeah. it out I had a couple of those anyway the next morning I woke up and I had gout <laughs> <laughs> but um, anyway so yeah. I, loaded, I had um, oh, three pints of Guinness and you've, you've got a minute and 18 seconds alright I think I think I can do that in that time I'll give it a try. Mate, are you ready? Yeah, of course I am. Three, two, one, go. So it's 1923. We're a year into the Irish Civil War and on the island of Inisherin, Brendan Gleeson, in the midst of an existential crisis, decides he doesn't want to speak to his best friend Colin Farrell anymore because he's dull and he'd rather spend time carving himself a musical legacy than listen to stories about horse poo. Colin refuses to leave his friend alone, so Brendan tells him he'll cut off his own finger with a pair of sheep shears if he won't just ignore him. Colin's sister, played by Kerry Condon, and his fidgety friend, Barry Keoghan, try to keep him away from Brendan, but he still won't accept his old friend's decision, and Brendan is left with no choice but to chop all the fingers off his fiddle hand and lob them at Colin's door. To make matters worse, Kerry leaves for the mainland, and as Colin waves her off from the cliffside, his beloved pony chokes to death on one of Brendan's fingers. Colin is heartbroken and decides to burn down his ex-mate's house, whether he's in it or not. With his house in ruins, Barry dead in a lake, and each man scarred by their ridiculous feud, the pair meet on a beach. Brendan hopes to end the conflict, but Colin is unable to forgive him, even though he's happy to look after his dog. The end. Oh, that was 1 minute 17. Quite a sad uh, summer we. It was very sad, yeah. Hard to make jests in that one, really. Yeah, no golden accordion this week, I'm afraid, listeners. No gold accordion for you this week. Um, what struck me about this film is, although it's a... Uh, it's a fable. Mm. It has a very heightened narrative, I suppose, yeah. at times. Um, it made me think how I would feel if you decided that you didn't want to be friends with me anymore. Yeah. And it made me feel very sad. Yes, I, I totally agree. The whole fable thing is spot on. It felt like one of those allegorical tales, like, a, yeah, almost like a, like a mm. folk tale. Yes. But I felt exactly the same way. If your best friend were, were to do that to you, you would just feel so sad. Yeah. And I thought Colin Farrell did an amazing job of expressing that sadness. He really did. There's something very likable about him. He's pathetic. Mm. You just warm to him and his plight. And I, I've never seen a film about friends breaking up before, I don't think. Mm. Not like this. Yeah. It's all just very sad. It's like, I don't want to be mates with you anymore. Oh, that sucks. It would be horrible. <laughs> I didn't find him pathetic because I thought he, he is just a, a sweet man and he's just kind of reacting, I think, very naturally yeah. to this this rejection. But he is, he's a bit daft. And I think the, the thing that got me was the way he kind of looked down on Barry yeah. in the same way as That's right. Brendan sort of looked down on him. Yeah. I did feel like if we were to take roles in this film, yeah. I felt like I would be Colin Farrell and you would be Brendan Gleeson. 
<laughs> but maybe you thought maybe you saw it the other way well yeah in that i'm fatter and more pretentious yes um it is interesting i i I think i was capable of seeing it from both points of view because yeah in in real life you have friends i suppose who you're just like i don't know why i'm friends with you yeah 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 because i'm not really getting an awful lot you seem to be getting a lot more out of this relationship than, than i am but i think you can't dump friends without it feeling like spectacularly sort of mean some people may value your friendship a lot more than you realize right um i probably think i'm better friends with some people than i actually am Mm. you know in their eyes but this friendship i think it was two two best buds wasn't it do you think because i was thinking about this we never see them in their old state no it's like being how they would they interacted with each other not not even via flashback I thought that was an interesting decision. I think it, it was a good mm. decision. Yeah. Because it kind of, I think it helped maintain that kind of fable-like sort of quality. And you initially you have the mystery. Why? Yeah. Why has he just decided mm. to abandon his friend? You just thrown right into it. It would have been interesting seeing how they interacted because Brendan was quite artsy and pretentious. Yeah. And Colin is so dull. Yeah. Like there are some people, you must know people who, in a way it's kind of relaxing because you'll be like, you're just going to fuck blather on no matter what <laughs> yeah. so you just give them a starting point and be like well what about the tube strikes and you know that they'll just talk for the next they'll just go 20 minutes if you'd broken up friends with me mm. uh what do you think the reason would be what would for brendan gleason it's he wants to be remembered for his musical prowess yeah why would you dump me well i mean how long have you got <laughs> um well you've obviously been thinking about it oh lies in your face don't like your face Okay, I mean, but for you, like, what would you do? Like, just to say there's no reason. It's just a, it's not about me, is it? It's about... Well, I just wouldn't want to look at your face anymore. Okay, okay. And what are you going to do with all that free time now that we don't, you don't have to spend time with me? Just not, not feeling sick. <laughs> You'd probably just play Call of Duty, wouldn't you? If I didn't, yeah. I mean, the time I, I end up sort of thinking about this podcast and then recording mm. it and editing it, what's that? It's probably... Two to three hours per week. At least, yeah. That could significantly improve my uh, KD ratio. That's... KD means uh, kill-death ratio. Yeah. Don't want to get too... Uh, basically, you really want to have killed more people than times you've been killed. If you want to it would be taken seriously in the Call of Duty world. Right, yeah. you got to have at least a 1.0-something yeah, KD yeah. ratio. Yeah, I've, I've, obviously, yeah. 1.08, that's what I'm on. <laughs> oh, so is that is that better than one just better than one if do you want to be below one or no do you, you want, want to be above, above one want to be above you want to be above one. Oh yeah okay all right and i could mm. i could really get that number up <laughs> if uh if it weren't weren't for this what about you what would uh what would you do if we uh just well i've recently watched uh the bear oh yes um so i think i'd open up a kitchen Mm-hmm. Um, and I'd uh, I'd try and yeah just become a really good chef. But you're a terrible chef, though, aren't you? Well, this is this is it. Mm. This is the whole point. I'm not saying I did. Did I say I was a good chef, mate? Did I say I was a good chef. No, exactly. Well, I mean, you've got to have a reasonable starting. Mm, not really. Start. I mean, well, hang, hang on, mate. I'm starting from a 1.08 KD ratio in Call of Duty. Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> do you know I what I mean? 
you're starting from your three famous three ingredient pasta of cream. I know that your mum's been staying in your house lately, so she's probably helped out with that call of duty kill death ratio, hasn't she? When you went to bed, yeah, that's right. She's staying she probably up late, uh, upped. boosting it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you know, and yes, fair enough. Three, three, your three, three, yeah, pasta. But- nice try. Well, no, no, <laughs> no, no, no. Nice try. Nice yeah. try trying to obfuscate yeah, yeah. my yeah. description of your three-ingredient pasta yeah. talking about my mum playing Call of Duty. Nice yeah. try. I'll give yeah, it was you good. that. It was let good. Me, let me share your recipe with everyone. <laughs> yeah, this, Ben's right. hang on, famous... Hang on. Now, bear in mind, this was a long time ago. This was a couple of years ago. Like, it was not. It, it was, was like 20 years ago. This that was is... 20 no, years ago. No, no, no. Ago. You were living in a at the time. No, I wasn't. Yeah, you were. 20 oh, sorry, years ago. You were living in your current area at the time. <laughs> 20 years ago. Anyway. Not that long ago. Yeah. Ben decided to cook for me his mm. famous three-ingredient pasta. Pasta <laughs> yeah. being one ingredient. Uh, there were, no, it's four ingredients. Okay, well, me, you and I remember it differently. Okay, these so are past- the four ingredients. Pasta. Pasta. Cream. Cream. Chilies. Smoked paprika. Well, I can... That was another I can tell you. I can tell you, Ben, yep. the smoked paprika was... <laughs> undetectable it was masked yeah. by the heavy taste of just cream cream no salt no ketchup i basically yeah. had to go through all of ben's cupboards to make it in some tell, way tell us about one of your tuna sandwiches that you used to have what did you uh, listen we've talked about our tuna, that? Our tuna sandwiches that? Would you, what were some of the flavors you had with your tuna so tuna so, and barbecue sauce wasn't it tuna yeah 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 let's um just a general consensus just wonder what people thought of that because I think it's disgusting. See, I would make that though when I was pissed, and I wouldn't make that for a, a dear friend. Well, I was going through a hard time, you know. Oh yeah. Yeah. We couldn't couldn't think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was it. Your brain stopped working. Yeah, brain stopped working. It was weird. I'll give you that. But look, that was a long time ago. Anyway. So, on, so what's in, in your? Don't get in the way of me opening my own kitchen. If that's no. my vision, that's why I dump you. But Ben, it's only. The other, I that, that. Only give you, that'll only give you so much time. It's not for basically, you to say. It's not for but you to say. You'd be working your, your way upwards towards greasy spoon level. All that you would need be to your do ambition. is shout the word cousin at people over and over again and like get really hot. And that's it. Mm. That's all you need to do. That makes you a good chef. Yeah, that's all you need to do. And have a gun. Mm. <laughs> that's it. Have you ever seen uh, an old policeman's brown c***? <laughs> That line was so funny. So good. And that's what I wanted. I wanted more laughter. Yeah. Like that, that couple. Nothing. That was hilarious, was that bit. So funny. I'll tell you what. The Barry, Barry Keohan, whatever he's called. He was fantastic. Like, I know we always joke about him being in everything. Um, but I, I don't really feel like he, I've seen him kind of, you know, stretch his legs. In, he was in, in a film called The Killing of the Sacred Deer. Mm. He's very good in that. Yeah, I was really... And he didn't he didn't stop moving. No. Like, constantly fidgeting yeah. his character. That that whole performance really told you everything about his upbringing and where he came from. It was really, mm. really... It's heartbreaking, but he was also really funny as well. It was like the characters were aware of their fates as well. They knew what their fates would be, like he had made himself a fishing hook. Yes. Which was then used to fish mm. his body out. And Brendan, like, yeah, it's like he knew he was going to cut his fingers off. He was spending all that time playing the fiddle because he actually he knew his fingers wouldn't be around soon. Yeah. 
but he'd made that decision for himself. It was, it was deep, mate. It was deep. Yeah, Martin McDonough. I kind of, I hope he doesn't get any more kind of um... not mainstream. Yeah, basically, it's a bit like Stuart Lee. Like I, when Stuart Lee started doing stand up again, yes, in like the early two thousands, I went to see him loads, mm. and I like I thought he was like incredible. And as time has gone by. He's sort of gone a little bit more like he's he's obviously very consciously tried to become less mainstream. Yeah. And he's talked about that he wants to do that and sort of shed unnecessary audience members. But I wouldn't want him to go any more yeah. off yeah, there's It's like this is enough now. Don't art house is probably the word, isn't it? We don't want it to be any more art house than he was here. Because that's I think that's the brilliant thing about this film, is it's it's laden with subtext. Yeah. <laughs> but I think it works with mass audiences as well because it's a very accessible story, something everyone can relate to. And it's sort of ridiculous, but. Yes. But because of those performances, they really ground it as well. Obviously, uh, showcase the natural beauty of Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it did. Mm. It was it was beautiful. A very a very striking landscape. Mm. Um, so it's a it's a fictional place, right? It is, yeah. Obviously, mm. but is that was that like a CGI-ified area on the edge of a cliff, or is that a real place? I don't know. Those funny looking fields. Yeah, they're kind of like I know they're called Crofts in Scotland. I, I don't know what they they'd be called in Ireland, but um, did look striking. Was I've not seen anything quite like that before. Beautiful, but very boring. Very boring. Mm. Like you. That's how people describe you. I'll take it. I will take that. um, I'm happy with that. Sorry, I mean ugly. Ugly, but boring. (laughs) Ugly and boring. Ugly and boring, yeah. (laughs) Right, okay, Mm. yeah. Yeah, Quite different to what you said originally, but anyway. Eamon, Mm. my long-time friend who Mm. will not dump me. (laughs) Would you fish this out? Mm. It's an obvious one here. Like uh, Barry's body is fished out with the hook that he made. <laughs> or would you... What's the other option? Uh, flush. Flush it? Why the f- I couldn't even remember. Uh, or would you flush it like... A grassy poo is flushing out of Jenny's mm. bum. <laughs> Gross! I'm going to say something about... Uh... Jenny is the, um, the mule. Yeah, she's the mule, I know, but still. Yeah. Uh, that um, Colin Farrell's sister is sort of flushed out to sea as she leaves for the mainland. She's flushed, though. No, let's... All right, let's go with the poo falling out of the pony. Yeah, bum. that's better, isn't it? Yeah, okay, it's yeah, better. it's better, yeah, yeah. What would you mm. do? Oh, I would fish this out like the, the bloated corpse of Barry. <laughs> yeah, mm. for real, for real. Real good. What about you? Oh, very much so. I would... I adored this film. I really do. <laughs> do you know what? I, it's it's really, really not in our wheelhouse. This, like, if you look at like our past films, yeah. like this is very different. Yeah. Um, but you know what? We're allowed to mix things up. So, Tank of Glory bound. Yeah. So that means we have to remove one of the five films that's currently in there, and we have to do that by a, basically a lottery. Yeah, our best films that me and Eamon are both agree to fish out. Going to the Tank of Glory. And uh, yeah, as you said, five movies in there at the moment. What what films are in there at the moment? Copland is one of them. Copland. Brawl. Midnight Run. Top Gun Maverick. All right. And Trespass. Oh, Trespass, yeah. Mm. Good movie. 
Right, okay. And folding up the bits of paper. Right, so I'm going to uh, read out the films one by one and the last movie does not get to stay in the tank of glory. Okay, this is the first one that's staying in the tank. Copland. Hmm. Next one. Rolling Cell Block 99. Okay. Top Gun Maverick. Hmm. So, it's between Trespass and Midnight Run. Which would you rather stayed? I mean, Midnight Run is... Classic for the ages, yeah. Right, this is the last one that's staying in. <gasps> oh, no! Oh, no. Oh, Showed Eamon trespass. So that means we have lost. Oh, man. Midnight run that from is, the tank of glory. That is a tough pill to swallow. So midnight run is replaced by the Banshees of Inner Sharon. Do you know what? If it had to be replaced by anything, I'm glad it was replaced by a really good film. Not just one I agree. Was- pretty good this is a really good film but it's a worthy contender it is it's, it's right up there i'd say it's probably the best film we have in the tank of glory now it, it probably is yeah 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 now all right well <laughs> yeah let's welcome it into the tank then Okay, so now it's time for our top five. We will guess each other's top five films on a particular subject. We have three guesses each. The one who gets the most gets to pick the next episode's film. And the one who gets the least has to do a forfeit. Should be quite interesting this week. Yeah. So this week we have chosen breakup movies. Oh. Now, I thought there were a lot of good choices here. I, I was. I thought this would be hard, but there's loads of really good Some good really options. good ones. Yeah. I mean, there's one on here, which if you've not chosen, then I think maybe we can't be friends anymore. And I get to guess it first. Yeah. So the first choice for breakup movie is Swingers. Yes. Yes. Thank goodness. Mm. Thank goodness. We can still be friends. They really felt like a watershed moment in our relationship. We were friends from about the age of, I think, 12 or 13. Yeah. And then I think that film came out in 95. So mm-hmm. maybe it was like 96 when we watched it. I think we maybe like 15, 16. And I think we both it resonated with us so much. Mm. That kind of felt like we like we were obviously very good friends before then. But I think it kind of marked it's part of our transitioning, I think, into like becoming young. But men. do you remember we watched it with with someone else? I do. Yeah. Who didn't like it. Didn't like it. And actually <laughs> didn't like it so much that he he was older than us. And I guess we thought wiser than yeah. us. And he, we switched it off. He made us turn it he off. Just turn it off, yeah. But we both yeah. really enjoyed it. And then when he left, we watched it. We talked about it yeah. secretly. Yeah, we were both just like, really I like, really, really like that. But yeah, no, I agree. All right. Good choice. Right. right. Uh, I would say Marriage Story. No, I didn't choose that. I thought you liked that film. I thought it was good, but I, I didn't really enjoy it. It was a bit of a chore Ray Liotta was in it, wasn't he? I'm sure you went on and on about how good Adam Driver was in it. Mm, no, not me. It must have been your other ugly, dull friend. Dull friend. It probably was. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Got a fair f- few of them. Yeah. Okay, right, All go right. on, your choice. Hmm. Okay, I'm going to go with Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Yeah. Yeah. It's been ages since I've seen it. 
think it's maybe like 15 years or something but i remember thinking it was brilliant i love the premise yeah okay right bit of a risk here i guess this is a duplicate casablanca i did choose casablanca hmm. yeah good choice it's great film it's, it's not film. it's really good it lives up to its to the expectations yeah it's a great film okay i think i'm gonna go with the duplicate la la land yeah yes yes yes, yes. yeah very good that's interesting i think that's the most closely aligned we've been for a while i agree and i i really like la la land and i don't care what anyone says it's the only good musical it's the only good musical ever partly because rod gosling is just credible specimen of a man and he's just the most charming man who's ever lived okay um so what did what was your list yeah so i had swingers eternal sunshine of the spotless mind casablanca mm-hmm. la la land and war of the roses ah okay which is uh, michael right. douglas and uh kathleen turner yeah strong choices <laughs> what about you choices oh I've, my cat's come in a cat so is, is a wife. real jerk but not your wife your wife's nice she's not no my yeah good mm. um <laughs> my choices were no i haven't given her one then. oh my god my cat so she's on the diet mm. she's put on a lot of weight has she yeah she has and so she's she's having food she's really doing well she's slimmed down a bit mm. but she's she's these things called dreamies which are basically filthy processed meat sticks <laughs> yeah and she just stood up on her hind legs because she was so excited about having one and now she's chowing down on it and loving it so yeah anyway okay sorry um you don't normally get those insights into my kitchen world absolutely don't no you keep you're very closely guarded i I am yeah Mm. yeah just uh anyway uh i had la la land Mm. casablanca i had 500 days of summer yes good that's a good film really good swingers And The Wedding Singer. That was on my long list. I had both those films on my long list before I did a whittle. I'm, I think we saw that together. The Wedding Singer? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's really funny. I really enjoyed it. <laughs> that kind of thing. That was kind of like the very beginning of the um, Judd uh, Apatow reign of terror, wasn't it? But that one was tight like 90 minutes before he started putting his annoying wife in every one of his films <laughs> annoying wife or annoying talentless kids yeah get them the hell out of there and just letting them play and then not editing well done well done okay so what's my uh forfeit for next time your forfeit uh, is to punch a policeman like brendan gleason does so yeah, good luck with that. Yes, yeah, good. No problem. I'm sure it'll be fine. Done it loads fine. of times already, mate. Yeah, it'll be fine. Yeah. Always lamping out pigs, aren't I? <laughs> good. And your forfeit last time. Yeah, what was that? Hellraiser. Oh, you had to learn the accordion. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did. Uh... And uh, here's how it went. <laughs> So I've learnt to play the accordion and I've come to the Cornish seaside to entertain the locals with a song I think you'll recognise. Hey, 
All right, good. Well, our next episode, Eamon, is our 50th episode. Jesus Christ. Which is quite ridiculous. Mm. So I think... I think we might need a little longer to build up to it, and I think maybe uh, the movie should be a surprise. Yeah, I agree. We're not going to say. We're not going to say what it is. We'll make it more of an effort, that's for sure. We'll make it worth your while. Yeah. Don't you worry about it. Don't you worry about that. We'll make it worth your while. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Ooh. <gasps> Ooh. Who knows what's going to happen? Probably not much. I can tell you that we'll be giving away <laughs> a million pounds live on the podcast yeah, yeah. live to one of us is going to win a million pounds <laughs> live on the podcast oh. it's going to be so yeah it's going to be so good isn't it it's going to be so good. right well thank you as always for listening if you did mm. um and, and if you didn't it's gonna suck a dick <laughs> doesn't matter does it because you didn't you weren't listening yeah doesn't matter yeah and if you want to uh send us a letter or anything for our 50th episode please do yeah i mean Far be it from us to blow our own trumpets, but it's getting to 50, 50 episodes of podcasts much harder than you think. Of this? Yeah. It, yeah. It, you know what? It took a lot. It's a genuine achievement. I'm honestly more proud of this than pretty much anything I've ever done from, in, in my working life. I'm glad you said that. I was going to say, like, like, your kids are all right, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, then that, mm. all there is is to say... Your little catchphrase at the end. Ah, oh, and, uh, and here it is. Keep flushing. <laughs>